was back to 1985 by Keltec, uh, aka DJ Keltec, depending on his background. <laughs> All right, welcome to the show. My name is Karin Zoe Lee. You're listening to Night Ride FM. And uh, today, tonight, this afternoon, wherever you are in the world, uh, my guest today is going to be Demi Kay, the legendary guitarist of the synth scene. He also does production, and he came out with his own album this year, uh, Soul Killer. So we'll be having him on a little bit later. Uh, also today, uh, Megan McDuffie is dropping uh, her fan-made music video for Jealousy. So uh, we'll be able to see that later. I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm in it. And I'm like half naked because it was a really hot day. <laughs> Here's Megan McDuffie with Jealousy from her latest album, Inner Demon.
Legacy by Megan McDuffie from uh, the album she came out with uh, earlier this year, May, on her birthday, actually, <laughs> called Inner Demons. So uh, if you haven't picked that up, do it now and watch for that music video today. Coming up next, Ace Buchanan has a new one out. I know he's been kind of going in a different direction. He just released this. This is Accolade.
was Ace Buchanan with Accolade, available now on Bandcamp.com. All right, I've been uh, I've been selected for jury duty uh, <laughs> next week. Fun, because I got interviews with Shadowrunner and Diamond Field, but uh, I'll have to move them to the evening. Speaking of Diamond Field, I discovered Diamond Field uh, through Valingo, actually, on this uh, track that he did with Dana Jean Phoenix called Freedom Pass. Phoenix with Freedom Pass. And uh, I'll be having Diamond Field on the show next Thursday. It'll be fun. He's got an album coming out, so watch out for that. He released the artwork. It's it's very slick. 
Coming up next, we have a new release from Watch Out for Snakes. I hope you like Chiptune. I hope you like Chip Punk. This is this is something new. Um, I believe this is Watch Out for Snakes doing his own lead vocals on this, but he's also got a list of cast for uh, the gang vocals. So this is Watch Out for Snakes with Burnt Bridges.
that was Burnt Bridges by Watch Out for Snakes. That was an epic ending. I like that. Good idea. The gang vocals. Uh, coming up next, the Motion Epic had a had an album out this year, Boardwalk Arcadia. And uh, I've, I've got to give Neon Fox full credit for turning me on to him because uh, he's the biggest the Motion Epic fan I know. Here's a song for you, The World's Apart.
was Worlds Apart by the Motion Epic from his album Boardwalk Arcadia, released earlier this year. It's a good one, too. He's got uh, a lot of good tracks. He even got a collab with Michael Oakley on there. Check it out. Pick up the uh, pick up the vinyl, pick up the cassette. It's a good album. Coming up next, we have a brand new track from Lavalette of Lavalette, New Jersey. This is a track called Higher Ground. <laughs> Ground by Lavalette. 
Yep, brand new. You just sent that to me this morning. Oh, coming up next, MobTech. MobTech is always hanging out with us. Uh, very rarely, though, does he send me something um, something that I could air. So um, I'm glad you're still being creative, and uh, I'm glad you finally sent me a song, MobTech. This is Sky King featuring Starfarer.
Sky King, do not answer. Bravo, five, time, three, eight, authentication, uniform, golf. This is Mainzel, out. That was Sky King by Mob Tech featuring Starfare on guitar, which I didn't know he played. <laughs> he had Elevate the Sky as a guest guitarist on one of his tracks, I thought because he didn't play himself, but I guess he does, and he's got an album out, metal album out last year. <laughs> All right. So Aztec, John, my Aztec dealer, sent me a couple tracks. Uh, this one is a collab with Syntronics and Lau on a track called Never.
That was Never by Syntronics and Lau through uh, Aztec Records. Um, coming up next, he sent me one more. This one, uh, like the, the first 25% of the song is pretty airy, but hold, hold out. It's, <laughs> it's beautiful. This is Max Parker and Giovac with this haunting track called Cloudscape. <laughs>
was Cloudscape by Max Parker and Geovoc. Absolutely beautiful. From Aztec Records, yeah. I think it was uh, recently released. Coming up next, I have a, uh, <laughs> have a submission uh, from Lapses. Matt Cannon. This is a track called Vegas Fight, the full throttle version. <laughs> Fight by Lapses. That was <laughs> somebody said that sounded like Kaminsky. I hear it. I hear it. Uh, I've got a couple more for you before I bring out Dimmy K. Levinsky has a new uh, single out that uh, I actually played for you last week. This is Sous Les Etoiles featuring Enlia. 
by Levinsky featuring Enlia. And if uh, you are a fan of Levinsky's um, intrigue, giallo horror-inspired sound, uh, check out his album Electra Complex. It came out, I believe, two years ago. It's a good album. I wonder if he has any vinyl left. All right, so that's that's it for our catching up. Uh, I'm going to bring out Demi Kay. But in the meantime, I want you to enjoy the titular track from his album Soul Killer. <laughs>
That was Soul Killer by Dimmy K, the titular track from the EP that he just released, Soul Killer. And my guest of the hour is Dimmy K. Hello, sir. <laughs> Hello, Karin. Thank you for having me. Hey. Yeah, thanks for being my guest. Finally. It's about time I had you on, honestly. It's a pleasure. So Soul Killer. Mm-hmm. I'm loving this. I'm loving this new album, this new EP. Thank you. It's six tracks. Mm-hmm. Uh, cyberpunk inspired, metal inspired. I love it. Uh, yes, uh, actually, it was the hype be- behind the, the game Cyberpunk 2077. I wanted to play that game. I was waiting for that game, and I was listening to music like that. I was watching films that were similar to that vibe because I have a YouTube channel and I need to create music or upload a video once per week. When I don't have a video, I usually create tracks from scratch, from nothing. And those six tracks were created for that reason, inspired by Cyberpunk 2077. Awesome. And at some point I thought, okay, they they sound similar in, the, in vibe. I need to connect them in some way be, besides that I created them for the game. So I wrote a story that is based on the movie Hackers and a short essay that it's being mentioned in the movie, which is one of my favorite movies ever. Oh, cool. Hackers. I haven't seen it yet. What? I haven't seen Hackers. <laughs> really? Wow. Really? I'll Do put it on the please. list. I have a list. I have a long list. <laughs> it's so fun. It's so cool. Yeah. It doesn't have to do with real, uh, real hackers, yeah, but uh, what it shows is not a reality. But as a movie, is a beautiful film. So the credits on Bandcamp under under this EP say that uh, Dimmy K did quote pretty much everything, which I believe. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, who who did what else? I guess besides the artwork, did somebody do the artwork? Uh, no, I did the artwork too. Uh, I did everything. <laughs> like you did the artwork. Yes, uh, and uh, this is what happens. When I have a release that I think it's a proper release, I try to work with proper artists, yeah? And pay them properly and whatever Mm. you can do. I save money for that reason. As it happened for this release, my artist, the guy that I I was working with, was uh, filled with work and couldn't do it. So I went to the next place I I know, uh, free pictures that have no copyrights, I found one that I liked, mm. I uh, photobust it, uh, mixed it, and made it something that uh, hopefully fits with the vibe. And the music, yeah, it's me. Everything is me. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to ask, um, mm-hmm. you're, you're very well known for uh, your guitar and, and collabing with your guitar skills. Um, mm-hmm. Was the guitar your first instrument? Yes, I yeah. don't consider myself a producer still. I learn, I, I become better in producing, but first and foremost, I believe I'm more a, I'm better at guitar than producing music, mixing and stuff. But I love both. I love doing both and learning about both. I started with the guitar, I got into music because I loved playing the guitar, and back in 2013, I discovered Synthwave, so I started learning about production too. Oh, very cool. Do you remember who some of your favorite synthwave producers were in 2013? The soundtrack for uh, the game Hotline Miami. Whatever it, it's on there, I love it. And oh. after that, immediately after that, I went. I discovered Hotline Miami. Then the music that it had, which I was like, wow, what is this? 
I searched on forums, they, uh, people said that this is called Synthwave. I searched all over the place. Uh, first thing I stumbled upon was uh, Laserhawk after that. And he's my bae. I, I love wow. his book, his, uh, his old stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. And after that, I discovered everyone in the scene, got involved in groups uh, with other producers. It was fun back then as it is right now. It, it, it still keeps that uh, thing, that it's a fun scene to be in it. You hear great music, you meet great people, uh, you have opportunities, and you most of, uh, of all, you're having fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like that. I like that. You might be the most collabed with guitarist in the scene right now. Probably. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> but I like that more metalheads are getting into synthwave. Yeah, me too. I don't normally listen to metal on its own, but ever since Synthwave, all this metal-infused Synthwave is really roping me in between mm. you and, like, Megatronics, the vocal. Yeah. I'm, I'm into it. Are you a big metal fan? Yeah. I'm mostly a metalhead, and now a Synthwaver, too. It's uh, Those two go hand by hand, but metal is my first real love. It's uh, why I touched uh, the, uh, the guitar for the first time. I listened to a song by Iron Maiden, and I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Exactly like Synthwave. I was like, what is this? Is this an electric guitar? Why is it playing so, so beautifully? <laughs> and after that, yeah, I got into heavy metal, extreme metal, whatever metal has to offer. Uh, I picked a guitar, I started learning, because I'm self-taught. And many metalheads are self-taught, and I think that's a very nice thing that metal music does. You want to get in a band, you want to start playing music, even if you don't have a teacher or you can't afford a teacher, which makes people musical. Uh, I think that if I had it, the, if I could afford a teacher back then, I would save like 10 years from trying to figure stuff out because my level is not mm-hmm. as great as it could be. But I developed other things by learning on my own, which help a lot. Really? Mm-hmm. Whatever has to do with traditional heavy metal, uh, extreme metal like black metal, death metal, technical death metal, it's a lot and it's very interesting to discover that music. Especially technical death metal where you you hear people growling and talking about, I don't know, dead uh, Mm -hmm. nightmares or whatever, but the music is super technical, it's super fun to listen. That's awesome. Yeah, it's fun, it's it's interesting. Um, Have you ever played live? Unfortunately, no. And that's my goal. I want to do that. I want to create something, but I don't want to do it on my own. I I like the band feeling. I have been in bands, but we didn't make it to a live show. We because we didn't have the chemistry to create something on our on our own. It was fun. We had rehearsals. I loved it. But uh, yeah, when you don't have the chemistry and you don't you can't create something as a unit, then yeah, it dies down. But I want to create a ba- live band just for the music I make as uh, DMK. That's one of my goals in the future. I would love to see that touring the world. I would love to play like that and meet all of you guys. That's the thing that I'm missing. You guys can have uh, synthwave shows, meet each other, get together, and uh, I'm envious in a good way. I want to do that at some point. It's not like, oh, look at these guys. It's like, I like that the community is getting together and they meet each other. And I would like to be part of that too at some point yeah if i have to get the rad pack out to greece we'll do it <laughs> if that's how we have to see you yeah we have a bucket <laughs> list going of cities so. 
I think that if uh, live shows start happening again, I'll try to be in London because I know many are happening in London. Uh, maybe in Finland, if they do again the show they did, the event. I don't remember the name now. Helsinki Sensory Festival, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Finland is definitely on the uh, Rad Pack bucket list for sure. Yeah. And it has great producers, though. Cool. Well, what about live stream concerts? Yeah, that's a good idea. I'm thinking about it. I pretty much uh, made the, all the preparations that I need to be able to stream. Uh, now I need to make the, the tracks available to play some parts uh, on the guitar, maybe some parts on uh, synth, which is uh, another process entirely. It's a good idea and I might try it. O or I'll maybe create a video of a live show playing like six, seven, eight tracks one after another without cuts for starters. See how that goes and we'll see. That would be cool. I know that uh, Starfarer puts on Synth Valley Stream Fest like once mm -hmm. a month, but it's at 6 p.m. Pacific time, meaning it's like mm -hmm. 3 a.m. for you when it starts. Yeah. But he said he's going to keep doing it as long as he keeps getting acts and he keeps getting people's videos. So yeah, if you want to send him one. <laughs> of course, if I make something, I, I, I will. That's for sure. And I think that's a great thing that happened in this whole situation we were living in and still live. That artists try to find a new way to get in touch with their audience instead of just posting stuff on Twitter or whatever. They made shows. I happened to watch some... Uh, I discovered... Uh, on Facebook, which I don't use anymore, rarely use it, a group that uh, uploaded music and live shows from their bedrooms from goth acts, post-punk and new wave, and it was amazing. Oh, wow. It was beautiful, yeah. It doesn't matter if, it's, if, if you are with them, you can see them perform and discover their music that way. You, you connect better, I think, when you see the person.
the business ins and out of music. It's like people come in with their musical talent, but they also have to know all this other crap. Yes, yes. And that's uh, sad because I like all that crap. I enjoy it. I like promoting and sharing whatever, uh, as much, not as much, but in a healthy amount. But I know many of my friends hate it. They make amazing, amazing music, but they cannot promote it or do the extra legwork. And it's sad, unfortunately. And I know that labels need you to first have an audience first together, uh, together with the music. They expect an audience. And that's right. Yeah, not, not that great. Are you looking for a label? Nope. I don't care about a label and if I do, it will have to, first of all, I would have to be in a proper level to have a label and then they would have to offer me something uh, proper on their own. And I don't mean money. I need, they would have to have a bigger uh, audience for me to, to share my music and my rights with them. I would have to get uh, my music in front of a way bigger audience than I can get on my own through the years. Now I'm fine. I feel okay. I don't need to do it. Yeah, it would have to be a, a, a huge label. And uh, to get a huge label, I would have to have the proper music for them too. So maybe not just yet, maybe in the future. So you've, you've, you've done a lot of collabs. Like People are calling on you for your guitar work. Are there any collabs that you haven't done yet that you would like to do? Like somebody, an artist you would like to collab with? Yeah, but it's, uh, first of all, I like working with people. I love it. It's, uh, it felt like doing uh, rehearsals with my friends back when I was in a band. I like the collaboration. So whatever comes my way, if it's a person and the music is great and the person is also great, I, I will love to do it. I don't have a specific artist that I need to because I discovered that in synthwave uh, opportunities happen without you expecting them. So I like to let that happen on its own. The artist that I would like uh, to sing for me is actually a Greek artist that was a huge name back in the 90s. Like uh, he was a singer in the 90s and he was a huge name, but uh, he's not doing uh, pop anymore. He's doing hard style. So I don't think that I'll have the chance to do it with him. His name is Michalis Rakidzis. But that's for that's fun. Because, that's because I loved his music when I was young. On the other hand, from the synthwave scene or whatever, things are happening, and uh, I feel that I don't need to ask for more. Whatever happens, it will happen. Gotcha. You got enough happening on its own. Yeah, things are moving, <laughs> and I like the way that they're moving. That's great, though. You've always been so open to to collabs. Yeah. My reason not to collab is because I don't have time. That's pretty much it. If I like the music, I'll try to find time to do it. But uh, recently, for example, I have so many things going on. So probably I'll have to say no to stuff. But it's a good problem. Mm. That's a good problem to have. Yeah. To have work. That's yeah. That's a great problem. Yeah. I'm going to be having a jacket on next week. Ooh, nice. I needed a track on his new album. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I'll play that next week. <laughs> I like his work. And I like how he's he's doing stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, he's great. I'm excited mm-hmm. about his his album. And it was uh, so sweet of you to release on Thursday because you knew he was releasing on Friday. Yeah, and uh, Turbo Night also had the release on Friday, if I remember correctly. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that EP for me, I know the thing. I that's my I don't know which EP is it, but 
the album that Jacket releases is like his first, his debut album. And we are in a group uh, with uh, Shadowrunner and other guys. And we have talked and we talk all the time and he, they are great. And I felt that let's, let's push his stuff too. I can have my stuff a bit earlier. I don't care. If people need to discover it, uh, have to discover it earlier or if they take their time, it's okay. But his is the, his, his first debut. He needs to see that things are, can happen in Synthwave and uh, maybe to push him to do more in the future and not him everyone else because if you put your head into it and you you try to do stuff and do all the time uh, you will get somewhere yeah do you think it'll be different from him for him though because uh, he was already on the scene as a half of tom selica different what do you mean well i mean this isn't his first experience with the scene he's he's got a lot of fans hopefully and, and hopefully those fans will discover his album Yeah, that's the thing, that um, many fans may not know who he was before. That's a new name. And uh, he needs to start from the beginning again. That's why I don't want, if I make something, I don't want to create a different name. Because you start from zero again. And I don't have the patience to do it all that again. Gotcha. You know, when I first heard uh, the release tracks on Soul Killer, uh, the two tracks he released were synth tracks, and I thought... I yeah. thought you were giving us another album where you wanted to just be a synth producer, which is unusual. But then the rest of the album came out and it's got all this metal guitar on it. I'm like, all right, yeah, this is Dewey K. <laughs> oh, no, uh, I don't want to be uh, anything, uh, actually. I like doing and, and releasing whatever I like. I think that's the mentality that uh, we can afford being indie artists and without a label and without a huge audience behind us. I want to do a post-punk new wave album in the future. I'll do that. I want to create a synth album with ballads and vocals, and I already know the title of the EP, actually, not album. Really? It will be called uh, Songs for the Broken Hearted. Oh. It will be ballads. It will have lyrics, it will have songs. I want to create whatever I like to hear. It doesn't matter if it will have guitar, if it, it will be only synth, What I'd like to do is try to, for the songs to, to be coherent and uh, have uh, the one to lead to the other. That's, that's what I try to have, yeah. And I like concepts. Uh, so I won't have, for example, a ballad and then a heavy metal-inspired track and maybe then a prog-rock uh, track. I won't do that. But if I want to create something that has prog-rock elements, then I'll do it. Gotcha. In its own release? Yeah. Either as a single or maybe if I make a couple of them like an EP, something like that. That'd be cool. Ballads, though. I, I really am a fan of uh, synth ballads, especially if they have guitar in them. One of my favorite songs of all time is uh, Joe Satriani's uh, Always With Me, Always With You from uh, Surfing With The Alien, 1987. Yeah, Just yeah. totally instrumental. Like one mm -hmm. of the best ballads that's ever been written. <laughs> Are you going to have instrumental ballads on there too? Or are you trying to get singers on all those tracks? Yeah, at the moment I have two or three ideas that are about like 70% ready uh, with some lyrics on them. And I might have one or two more. I'll flesh them out, pitch them to friends who can sing. Uh, one of them, for example, is System Blitz. If he finds the time, I'll have him. I'd love to have him. Ooh. And then we'll see. 
but there are stuff that I don't release because I need them to be in a proper way. Some stuff need singers. They won't be released as instrumentals. Uh, some stuff can be instrumentals only. Yeah, for sure. Uh, if uh, there are a couple of them and they fit together as an EP, I'll release them. I like to to think ahead because I'm, I get bored a bit if I try to focus only one on one thing. Uh, so I need to do s- several stuff together. One day I'll create a ballad, the next one I'll create a, like a dark synth track. The other day I'll create something completely different. If I have many ideas that fit together, I'll release them. I like that idea. I like that. People don't understand, like, how you just finished an album. How can you already be talking about the next two albums? Like, well, they, they don't come together in succession. They come together at the same time. Because most of the tracks are pretty much there. <laughs> And uh, at the same time, yeah. I have collaborations coming out. And uh, again, my mentality is this. Keep yourself uh, active and working as much as you can. Uh, I might not release music on my own. This is my second this year, my second EP. But I have collaborations coming out. I have something to share. I have something to show. Uh, I have uh, friends that I can promote. And I like that. I like sharing, uh, working on stuff, uh, helping my friends, having fun with my friends, discovering new people from you guys. That's that's my my idea, my thing. I'm a fan first and then a producer or guitarist. Sacrifice. 
Do you ever go through like periods of downtime where you're not writing music, maybe not feeling as creative, or do you manage to keep that up just constantly? All the time. What helps is practice every day. It doesn't matter if I create something. I have my guitar, I will practice my guitar on my guitar, exercises or maybe chords or whatever, something that I don't know or I'm not good at. If I have no will to practice on my guitar, I'll watch uh, production videos on YouTube. And uh, if I don't have the will to do that neither, I'll stay and play video games or watch movies and do no music at all. And uh, of course it happens to everyone all the time. It helps me when I work for the music of other people because I have a deadline and I work well under a deadline. It pushes me. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> like <laughs> light and fire under me. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, you've really made a name for yourself in the scene. Like it's, it's, we're very used to seeing your name attached to other people's work, adding to it, you know, and it helps mm. us pay attention to those new people. Uh, that's good. That's, that's the best thing. And, uh, in my opinion, this scene, I love it so much because of its people, but because they help everyone, no matter who they are. You can be a newcomer, have only a single out, and you guys, for example, will share, will promote it on social, will uh, suggest it to your friends. And I love that because it makes new artists feel that they can do this and uh, they can be heard as their music and as people, for example, which is a great feeling, in my opinion. I agree, absolutely. But of course, there's been talk in the scene about the, the quality of the music in the scene yeah. uh, as a whole seems to be declining. Have uh, you I, noticed that? I disagree completely. I don't care about that. I watched an inter uh, interview from someone, I think, I don't remember who, a producer, and he said like Instagram goes like that back in the day, like uh, everyone will become a photographer, but uh, what it eventually happened was that the good phot photos came on top. I think it's the same thing with uh, synthwave music. Yeah, you can have whoever doing stuff and creating music and releasing. The good music will, will come on top. It will be discovered eventually, in my opinion. And uh, I like when people discover the music and they come and they want to be creative. I don't care if their music is good or bad. It doesn't affect me at all. Our audience is the world. We're not like in our uh, little village with like a few bands and a few artists and each other is trying to destroy the other or whatever. And they compete for like a, a stage on one night and 50 euros or I don't know. We have the whole world. The place is open for everyone. If you discover an audience and if someone discovers you, that's great. Have fun, be creative, and that's it. Uh, for the level or the quality, uh, I think that the good things will come on top eventually. And Synthwave is not dead. <laughs> it's the opposite of that. It's the opposite of that. It's becoming popular. Maybe slowly, but it does. In my opinion, always, yeah? Absolutely. Uh, later this day, uh, I watched a video from a Greek... Uh, is it like a university, like uh, where you pay to learn production, for example? Yeah, music production for uh, okay. I don't know how many months. Uh, and they are known and they had a video where their producer did a synthwave uh, track. 
he created the civil web track and uh, taught his uh, students how to do it. In Greece, in a small country like ours, where there aren't many people and not every... Our mainstream is trap music, for example. When you see people enjoying synthwave and discovering it, that means a lot. That, to me, says that my dude, your uh, genre, your style, synthwave, is finding new audience. And I think that happens in other countries too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And um, the fact that it inspires other people to be creative has its own yeah. value. And maybe they won't stick with synthwave, but they're finding out that music production, you know, could yeah. be their thing. They have a little potential. Yeah. Build it up. Look, uh, I think it's also, the scene is also developing character. Because, yeah, you might not have the skills at the moment, but if you have the willingness to learn and you have a scene that is accepting and can show you uh, things or uh, suggest things and they're not like bickering, then you might uh, feel, yeah, I need to work on this. I need to try more. I need to learn how to do this. Maybe their next release is better. Their next, the third or fourth will be even better. And now you see an artist developing and they might become a great artist in the future. And you, we can say that, oh, this is a guy I knew uh, and I have talked with them, for example. And there are the other uh, producers that they think they have the skills, but they don't take uh, criticism. And mostly in Sidwave, uh, the criticism is, comes from a good place, if the criticism comes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they might feel, okay, yeah, they, they told me that this is not good and this is not good. I don't care about it. I'm stopping. So I hope that's not the case. I mean, goodness, everybody understands that music takes practice. Uh, well, do they? Do everyone understand that? Then, yeah, I don't know. I think most of them understand it. <laughs> most of them understand. And they have the patience to do it. Yeah, patience is a big key. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad to get your thoughts on this. Oh, okay. I'd like to share. Mm -hmm. Thank you for asking. Yeah, well, I mean, you've been around longer than I have, at least. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. We are in the same thing, the scene. We enjoy the same music. We're having fun. Yeah, that's that's all. First of all, the scene is fun. I'm not entirely comfortable giving criticism to people. Yeah. Because I'm not a musician. And I feel yeah. like uh, mm -hmm. other eyes on me are kind of expecting me to say something. Like, I don't. I don't say negative things publicly about people's music. I just don't. I'm not uh, going to start. I th you are a fan, and uh, your opinion maybe matters even more than uh, a producer's opinion. Uh, yes, I wouldn't go about uh, sharing online my thoughts about the music of a person, of an artist. If they ask me for my opinion, I will tell them. If they don't, I won't. I, I either listen to the music and enjoy it, or I listen to the music and then forget it. Uh, but if mm -hmm. someone asks you, I think maybe you are the better person to reply because you understand what makes a good song as a fan. And I try to do that too. Yeah. I try to be a fan first and then a producer or a guitarist or whatever. I like to, to see what do I like about the song? This. Uh, what do uh, I think might need some work? This. I almost never uh, give an opinion on production, on mixing, because I'm not that great at it. I give opinion on how the track mm. feels. What do I get from the track? Does it feel long? Does it feel the perfect time? Do I like the vocals? Do I like the lyrics? Whatever. Yeah, as a fan. I try to do it as a fan. And I think you can do it too, but maybe not uh, publicly because, yeah, you can create drama and uh, I don't know if you enjoy drama, but I try to stay away from it. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I'm so glad you were able to be my guest today and sharing your thoughts and everything. We love you. We absolutely love you. You're one of Night Ride's favorites. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Karen. And I love you too, guys. You're amazing. Keep keep supporting Synthwave. Well, thank you for joining me tonight, Demi. Thank you for having me, Karen. Thank you so much. We really love the new album, Soul Killer. And uh, we're going to play out with one of my favorite tracks, Nightmare City. Ooh. Thank you for this. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening and dropping into the chats. Uh, this is my guest, Demi K. And uh, my name is Karen Zoe Lee. You've been listening to Night Ride FM. And have a good night, everyone. Here's Nightmare City. <laughs>